our spirit. What is it? Where does it go? Are we able to see them using our mind's eye? If so, just what can spirit teach us? Welcome to School Through Spirit. Host Diet Renee is a certified psychic medium and master teacher of psychic and mediumship development through LWISSD. Diet was born knowing spirit and now is here to help you better understand the spirit world. And now your host, Diet Renee. This is Jet here on School Through Spirit with WLTKDB.com. This is a show where I um, do a little segment in the morning of um, speaking of whatever spirit gives to me. From there, I go on to my guest, which today is Miss Mary Jane Brigger. And then we do our follow it up with a, you know, a weekly reading. Now, um, this morning, I will tell you what, I'm a little discombobulated literally all over the place truly just all over the place and oh my gosh michael good morning tim you're not you today but i'll still i'll take you either way anyway tim and hi stephanie how are you today so it's really weird and i don't good morning mk i i don't know how to talk about this i don't know how to bring this together my head's going "Mm," okay and um i i really don't know how spirit's doing this good morning miss michelle you know, because in one in one light, I keep hearing freedom, talk about freedom, talk about freedom, talk about freedom in my head. And then, but they're pairing it with Martin Luther King, which is, I have a dream. And I'm not sure how that comes together. I really don't. So we're going to give it a kind of a, a minute here um, to kind of set into my mind and go, oh my God, what am I supposed to talk about? Blah, 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 blah. Um, as I share this, okay. Um, Because I really kind of want to give this one a little bit more attention. So while I'm sharing this, guys, if you guys want to take a moment to share this, that would be amazing. Um, So I just want to get this to the masses so everybody sees it. Because, you know, not everybody is in the group or not everybody gets notifications. So I don't even know if you get a notification if if you do this with me or not. So. You know, I think trying to make this a little bit more visible to the masses kind of helps. Um, kind of go from there. Kind of just takes it from there. Oh, my gosh, my computer's being just luscious slow today. It's just being slow today. The cool thing is, is I've clicked on some of these links so many times, my computer just knows where I'm going now, which is kind of nice, which is kind of nice. Um, do, 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 do. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Where else do we want to go with this? Where else? Let's go to pages. Let's put it. I should probably just put this on my page. And for some reason, it's not showing me pages today. It's going to make my life harder because of that fact. But that's okay. This is the last place I want to put this because I want to get it on this page for the world to see. Okay. Beautiful. And then we are there. We are on. The only bad thing about doing it this way, guys, is then I go, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. I sometimes don't see all the comments from everywhere. So that being said, I do have that in different places. Oh, my God. 
Good morning, Mahigan and Tim. Tim, I can see you now. I think I'm really here now. I can see others in chat. Perfect, perfect. I love it. You guys are going to have to let me know where the here is because I go onto the station and I can never find anything. So I, I feel like I'm in limbo by myself. Um, so I really want to bring those two things together. And I don't know how. I really don't know how. So what I did was, um, and I'll tell you what, I, I'm going to give you a little insight into myself. Mm. I mean, I do this quite often, but this one's kind of, kind of, this one is, this one is a hard one for me. This is a hard one. Good morning, Kevin, for me to kind of bring out and scream to the world. Now, as everybody knows, today is Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King Day. An amazing man, did so many amazing things. And gosh, I think we're really honored to have him in our history and, and, and proud to have him in our, in our history. But I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to be 52 on Friday. And I've had some major jealousy towards this guy my whole entire life. Okay. Amazing man, everything else. I've had some jealousy. Why? Because you know what? As you're a kid and you're growing up, what do you want? You don't want to share your birthday. I mean, you want your birthday to be yours, right? I mean, every, every kid's like that growing up. And my whole life, Martin Luther King Day has always been observed on my birthday. Okay. So I got that. The other thing I have going against me is every every four years, the president takes oath into office. So, you know, I had some major jealousy issues kind of growing up with these with these two major facts. Um, and it took me into my adult years to go, oh, my gosh, I'm just honored. I'm just really honored that this is the day I chose to be born. This is the day I was. And oh, my gosh, you know what? I get to be reminded of these I get to be reminded in a way maybe some other people aren't of these amazing things that occurred. So I kind of wanted to look at this because, again, I heard freedom, I, a lot about freedom in my head, and then and then this beautiful gentleman came in. So I really wanted to kind of look at the speech today, okay, because it is Martin Luther King Day today, and I really wanted to look at this speech a little bit. Um, and it is the I Have a Dream speech, okay? Um, I don't even know if this is a speech or if it's just a, tr I don't know what this is. Oh my God, I thought I had it. I thought I had it. Maybe I don't have it. I don't know. Um, let me see if I can click on this. I thought this would be easier to find, guys, and I thought I did have it. So, um, oh my gosh, I'm all over. Maybe this one is it. I thought I had it. Apparently, I did not. Anyway, um, this speech, I'll tell you what, this speech, when it was created, when it was made, obviously it was during a movement. It was during a movement within our history that I don't think anybody looks back on and is very proud, proud of the actions based why we had the movement. But I do believe that even though this speech was um, geared around a movement of equality, I do believe as it's gone on and years have passed, days have passed, months, weeks, whatever has passed, I really do believe that this speech is still just as powerful as it was back in the day, okay? Um, I just wish I could find the whole speech because it's like, oh my God, it just, it, I've heard it a million times like everybody. Um, but I think I got to get off that and kind of get out of my head. Civil rights. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Good morning, Miss Courtney. But it's weird because when I look at that speech and I think about that speech, I, I think about what spirit is kind of bringing to me all at one. 
you know, um, even though that speech was made and given during a movement, a movement of power, and really, I do honestly believe it iconically started to change a lot of things. I do believe even today that it holds true to us, but I think it holds true to us on a much, much larger scale, huge scale. And I really don't think Mark realized when he wrote the speech, let alone address, you know, gave the address of the speech, if I'm using the correct terminology there, I really don't believe he understood how long and how powerful this was going to be, you know, because I look at my life, just my life alone. And you know what, each of you, please take a moment to look at your own lives um, in the aspect of that. Okay. Because within the aspect of it, yes, he's, he's talking about equality and I'm talking about my life. I'm talking about here I am a person. Okay. And for 21 years of my life, I was a nurse, five years of my life, I was an aide. Um, but most of my life, I was a mom. And uh, I did everything normal. I, I did everything normal. I never, I never walked out of the confines of who I was in the public. Okay. But behind those closed doors, behind closed doors, behind the doors of the church, behind the doors of family and society and everything like that. I had this, what was considered a dirty little secret about myself. Okay. I played with tarot cards. I played with pendulums. I played with Ouija boards. I played with, you know, ruins. I, I used my abilities, and I know what my abilities were. I, I can remember for years, years, my sister lived in Texas, and I lived in Wisconsin, and I didn't go and get to see her all the time. Matter of fact, in my whole adult life, I, I can probably count on one hand how many times I got to visit her just because economy back then and my knowledge of travel was not of what it was today. Today I get in the car and go or get an airplane and go for a weekend, but it wasn't always that way. But I can remember her being down there and me up here and she would move. And when I would go and remote view her new place and I, could, I would sit there and tell her how she decorated and how she did all these amazing things. And although, although, she invited me in. And although I could talk to relatives for her, she would still say to me, it'd be sad because we would not be in heaven together. Because you know what? She was very religious. Does she believe different now? Yes, she does. She's been passed away for 10 years and she's figured it out since then. So have been I. But I didn't have her freedom. I didn't have a freedom to be who I was. I didn't have that that luxury to say, oh my gosh, I, I talk to dead people and I have these amazing abilities and oh my God, I get to be this person. Instead, I hid behind closed doors. And I will tell you what, I always had that dream. I always had that dream that one day I could stand up and just be me. I could just be excited. I could be who I am. I could scream from the towers. Oh my God, I'm dead. Oh my God, I see dead people. And it not be funny or joke or ridiculed. And that's when I'm reminded of that speech because it's, I have a dream. And my dream was just like theirs was just to be myself and accepted for who I am. And I think a lot of us struggle with that. 
And I think a lot of us still struggle with that today. Now, I will tell you, I am out of that closet, guys. If you haven't noticed, I have jumped out, kicked it, turned wrong, broke the door down, ripped down the walls, and decided, you know what, that closet wasn't going to work for me. And if you were going to put me in a closet, my gosh, it was going to be a closet in my dream that was the size of a mansion. And that you were going to still hear me screaming through the windows I put into it. Why? Because it took me a long time to accept myself. But it also took society a long time to accept me. Exactly. The, this is, the world is learning acceptance. And that's what's, really, that's what's really sad. That is what's really sad. And I think that's where this whole word freedom is coming from. Is because this speech was written in what? The 1960s? A powerful speech in the 1960s. And yes, it was a huge iconic moment of the movement. But... With that being said, it is 60 years later, or roughly 60 years later, and we're still trying to figure this out. We're still trying to figure this out. We still have to be reminded of it every year because we are still haven't figured this out. And I think we still have not figured this out because we're still trying to take that and put it with a select population when truly it is about a dream of everybody and everybody to have freedom to be who they are. Everybody has a right to stand up and say, I'm proud of this. I'm proud of that. I am who I am. And it's phenomenal. It's amazing. Okay. Now, the coolest thing is. And I guess I, I wish I could remember her name, but I, you know, y'all know how I am with names, but there's this lady I watch in the reel. She's got reels going on and she's a fashion designer and she's just iconic and I love her. She does all these fashion things from her closet. Oh, sorry. That's my fault. I'm drawing, I'm, I'm thinking if I put up a reel, her name will pop up or something. You know what I mean? Um, but I'll tell you what, it made me also think because I watched her last night a lot. And then I watched her today even more this morning. You would think I'd catch her name, but I can't. I never catch names. So here I am flipping through real since I watched so much of her. You'd think she, my, my iPhone would just go, oh my God, let's bring her up 300 times. But it, it's not listening today, apparently. It, it gave me freedom to be who I am and not like check in on me, I guess. But it was really cool because this amazing lady who does all these uh, fashion design things from her amazing closet. Um, she has a son. She has a son. Well, I should say she has a, she has a daughter now, but her son, when he was still, a, you know, um, presenting as a, as male, his name was Nate. And a couple of years ago, Nate came out as non-binary, just meaning, and I love this because it was a whole tutorial they gave me, they gave that non-binary was just not, you know, he didn't identify as male or female. And it was just sometime in the last year that he came out to his mom and he said, you know what? I wish I was a girl. And like she said, you know what? Um, okay, let's do this. And she accepted him. And she accepted her. And she accepted the new name of Ivy. And now she's actually bringing her daughter you know, into this closet with her and they are doing fashion tips and makeup tips and they're, they're, they're presenting her with the honesty and the truth of who she is and the struggles, not only for her coming through this transition, but also as the mom coming through.
And I thought, wow, how many people, how many people out there have those same things? Now, again, it's not necessarily, and I, and you know, it, it really scared me to start watching some other things about transgender and, and um, possibly, you know, um, the LGBT, I can never say LGBTQ, whatever community, I shouldn't say whatever, I apologize. Um, people that are mediums, people that are psychics, people that just want to do different things. You know, you have people that just come out and tell their parents, oh my gosh, I want to be musicians or people that come out and say, oh my gosh, I just want to be, you know, do, do beauty content for the world or whatever it might be. Each one of these people have a dream that they can just be accepted for who they are. At the end of the day, that's all it is, isn't it? Accepted to be able to put on the makeup, the, the mask, the, the whatever, and say, this is who I am. And that's a, that's a huge freedom. That's a huge freedom. And I think it's amazing. I think it's amazing when we're able to do that. You know, and it's driving me, it's driving me batty. I just wanted to, to come up with this. Um, it's so funny because it's the, the line I keep hearing in my head that makes sense. Thank God Almighty, I'm free at last. The very time I thought I was lost, thought God Almighty, I was free at last. Um, I, I just feel like I need to read this because Spirit brought it up. Okay. My dungeon shook and my chains fell off. Thank God Almighty, I'm free at last. This is religion I do I do know. This is religion I do know. Thank God Almighty, I'm free at last. For I never felt such love before. Thank God Almighty, I'm free at last. And to me, that's just, it's powerful. It's what keeps ringing in my head over and over and over again. It keeps ringing in my head. And it seems like, gosh, look at that. Same man. Same everything. Pretty powerful guy. You know, and when I think about it, Oh, I love that, Mary. I came out at 44 after 24 years of marriage. Isn't that amazing? I think that's truly, truly amazing because I think we are in a population. I think we are in a world that we are just finally starting to hit the tip of the iceberg on this whole freedom thing. The very tip of it, very touch. And I have to sit back and wonder where will we be in another 50 or 60 years? Where will we be? How long will it take us to get to that next, that next movement, that next revelation? When will we finally all be able to be free? All of us be able to stand up and say, this is who I am. Now, I don't know about all of you guys. I still get ridicule. I still get ridicule on my social media. God forbid if I pay for a sponsorship on Facebook that's, you know, takes my my ad to the masses. 
because I'll tell you what, in that moment, the people that would stand with me and support me rarely ever put anything under there saying, oh my God, I can't come wait to see blah, blah, blah. But it is the naysayers that will put on there, I'm a piece of shit, I'm a fake, I'm a phony, I'm this, I'm that. And you would not believe how many of those people follow me, follow me. And it's scary. It's scary to know that there is such a population out there that still does that. Those people that still try to make us feel as if we don't belong, as if we shouldn't exist. And that's, that's scary. And I also want to tell you another thing that I find that is scary also is that we as a population don't always come together. We as a population want to create our own individual boxes, our own individual closets. And sometimes we pin each other off of the other, don't we? And that's even scarier. It's scary that we live in a world that everybody wants to be seen and we all want to be free. and We all want to have that dream of feeling that we are able to be ourselves. But yet, we have all these different populations going after each other. Instead of coming together to realize that we really are all the same and we all really want the same dream. We all really want the same freedom and we all really want the same acceptance. And it's pretty amazing when we start to bring together and we start to understand that. And I think on this week, this beautiful day of Martin Luther King Day, and I'm going to tell you what, I am going to think about this and, and I'm going to hold on to this through Friday, through next Sunday for the next week, and hopefully for the rest of my life, to realize that it does not matter which culture, which population, which genre, which what you do for a living, I'm going to hope that we can all put ourselves in the same big old melting pot and realize that we all want the same thing that we're all going towards that freedom, that we're all going towards that dream, that we all want to stand up and say we are accepted and that we can accept ourselves. And MK, it's okay because sometimes it's bigger, easier to do that. MK wrote here, how can a population do it when it's so difficult to do it within our own families? And that is the beauty of this, MK, is sometimes in order to change the mind of one, you need to help to change the mind of many. Because sometimes, and I'm going to put this, I'm going to put this in a different way, okay? I teach psychic mediumship development. It's a passion. I love it. But there is a lot of people out there that teach the same subject. There's a ton. I'll tell you what, you can put a, probably one in every corner if we all came out of our houses. And we're all teaching the same subject. We're all teaching the same things. Every one of us. And we all have a ton of students that come out. And a handful of those students go from teacher to teacher to teacher and don't get it. But they keep going to another teacher because they're not understanding it. And essentially, they've been in the same class over and over and over again, but not figuring it out. 
And then all of a sudden they hit that one teacher that's still teaching the same stuff and still teaching in the same way, but just explains it a little bit different. Or maybe the person finally finds that person that they resonate with the energy of the instructor and they finally open up to the information. And that's really how change happens. That is how you're going to find it. Change within families doesn't necessarily happen just because you have one person that is outside of the box. But when that same family goes to church or that same family goes to their friends or that same family goes and watches a movie and somebody else presents it in a different way, all of a sudden they might have aha moments. So it really is change in society before change in the family sometimes. And that's even scarier, isn't it? We all want to be accepted. We all want to be accepted by mom or dad or sister or brother. But sometimes we have to be accepted by the next door neighbor first. And sometimes that's the power we need within ourselves to accept ourselves, to allow the world to see us for who we are. And then allow your family to see you for who you are. Because trust me, it's kind of like your iPhone when you think about it. Because I'll tell you what, it's almost like that thing listens. I don't have to Google anything, but I can talk. Say I'm talking about I want to go to England, blah, 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 and I never Google England. Trust me, my phone is going to start bringing up England all over the place. And your family is going to be the same way. That's, how, that's just how society works. You think about it. You talk about it. It's going to come back to you. And it's going to come back in a more positive way. And I do believe that since we've had so much dynamic change since that famous speech, I think we're going to continue to have change. And I think we're going to continue to have acceptance. And I do believe that one day we're all going to be able to live a very free, free life. And I do believe we're all going to be able to stand up and say those same words. We're going to be able to say, I had a dream. And my dreams came true. Good morning, Deb. I love it. I love it. Okay, everybody. So I hope you enjoyed my chatter today. Um, I'm going to be back in a few minutes. This is Jet here at School Through Spirit with WLTKDB. And when I get back, I'm going to have Miss Mary Jane. Want to see your video here? Sponsor WLTK DB Talk Radio and watch us make that happen. With your paid sponsorship of $80, you receive a professional produced audio, video, and banner placement on our station. Not only does your sponsorship air during our live shows, but also replayed on our podcast and heard by hundreds of like-minded people. Visit WLTKDB.com to get started and find out just how hard we work to get you noticed. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. This is Diet here on School Through Spirit with WLTKDB.com. 
And with me this morning, I have Miss Mary Jane Bricker. Come on in. Hi, Mary Jane. Hi, Deanna. It's so great to see you. You too. I feel like it's been forever and it's only been a month and a half. <laughs> I agree. I can't believe it was just that short a time ago that we saw each other. But yeah, and what oh. a great time. You were such a blessing to me on that trip. Thank you. Ditto, honey. Ditto. I mean, just to be able to, I keep looking back at pictures that, that last night where I was hugging you and I'm like, oh my God, I want my Mary Jane back. <laughs> yes. Yes. And believe me, I, I would have been back sooner at just the holidays, but I really have been looking forward to seeing you. And thank you again for having me on your program. It's, oh. I consider these things such an honor and they make me cry. Okay. okay. <laughs> I love it. Hello, I don't know. We'll see if you still say the same thing at the end. How's that sound? Oh, I'm sure I will. I'm sure I will. So I love it, Mary, because when I look at you, I always think of you as a Celtic lady. I don't even know. I know it's kind of in your title, you know what I mean, blah, blah, blah. But I really look at you as the Celtic lady, okay? Uh, that is such a high compliment. Thank you. I, you know what? I need everybody else to understand why would you think of that. So how did you this journey? How did you start that journey? You know, I'll be honest with you, it was a true evolution of who I am. And um, it's, let's put it this way, uh, 2008, when I really began this journey and the transformation began from me, um, I had to study and explore other different healing and spiritual modalities. And they all became part of me. But there was always something missing. You know, I would love what I did and I, I would pursue and, you know, clients and so forth and season. Something was always missing. And, oh, my goodness, I think it was about 2019, 2018. Um, actually, it was 20. That I went to a medium. A friend of mine, you know, was supporting, went to their show and saw a medium there who I knew and who has always been a valuable teacher to me that I want to get a reading from her and um she brought through my Irish grannies this has never happened and I say my Irish grannies because she brought through my great great not my grandmother my nana brought through my great Irish grandmother ancestral line and the reason I was able to know she was dead on is she said things about my mom and that didn't know I to verify here. And within that message, oh, they're here now. Give me a moment. Um, the message was, we need you to be open about who you are. Oh, wow. We could not, we had the gifts, but we were not permitted to express them. And then they would chuckle and say, well, when they thought we were at mass, we were actually at the tea rooms. <laughs> and I'm looking back at all the times of my mom saying, oh, yeah, Nana went to mass and this and that. And they're like, mm -mm, we were at the tea rooms. <laughs> it was great. So the next generation, which is my sister and I, we both have these gifts. My sister dedicates hers to animals. Oh, beautiful. And I'm to um, a beautiful, beautiful way she's expressing it. And mine went with people. And so... Um, that changed it. And then here was the clicker here, which you'll identify with. They said, we're sending you to Ireland. Mm -hmm. 
because you need to learn healing from the land, the land there. So, of course, that's everybody's first question. So how are you going to get me there? <laughs> You're not to worry about that. Within six months, uh, I was booked to go to Ireland. Within 24 hours, I get a call one night. Come, I'm like, how am I going to do this? Next morning, the resources are there. I went to Ireland, but I went as a tourist. But when I went, I could still hear my Irish grannies. And they said, it's the land. So I went and embraced the land. And I, my mother's heritage, let me go back, is Irish. Okay. My great-grandmother came here in the um, late 1800s. Oh, wow. Um, the 1800s, 19s. So I'm third generation from that. Right. And mother remembers her speaking Irish and everything. And so the heritage was within me. So I needed to go back. And the heritage was within me. Always was raised within the Irish culture because my mother was, you know, we always mm -hmm. were talking about it. It's like I, I, I told a good friend of mine, I said, I'm an American for sure. I'm a proud one at that. But I said, my lineage is what guides me and influences me. And that's how I was raised. So when I, two days before going to Ireland, I happened to do an ancestry just for giggles, you know, right. and it came back that every place I was going was where my Irish family was from. Oh, wow. I literally walked their land, their footsteps. And fortunately, I still have a cousin who's very up to date on names and that to go back to. And what I did is I did a lot of shamanic moves of movements of, I'm not saying movements because I moved through them. Right. I laid on the land. <laughs> they laugh and they'd see me take off and I'm laying on the land. And I embraced Mother Earth. And before you know it, there's bodies laying around there because we were embracing the sacred mother, the sacred feminine right. of that sacred land, which is very feminine. Yeah. And so I realized when I got home, I'm like, you know what? I, this is who I am. And I thought, well, I didn't get what I thought I was going to get, but this is starting it. I thought, you know, okay, they say you're going to be learning healing modalities. Well, well, I and you knew what happened. I got in touch with myself, my heritage, my ancestors, but there is land on land that is so, so full of so much history and tradition. I came home changed and I got into my heritage. I started looking into it. And um, once I embraced it and said, this is who I'm gonna be, I found out I was going back to Ireland. <laughs> Only I'm not as a tourist, but as an ambassador to right. um, with a group of people with Secret Ireland Tours to study and work with a Druid priestess. So if anybody knows any Celtic uh, history, so much of who the Celts, the Irish, the English and the Welsh are is mm -hmm. from the Druids. So, again, it the divine order of this still astounds me. Yeah, I was going to say. I just astounds me. Yeah. Isn't it in every step of it? It's just like, you know. And I found out that missing piece. I had mm -hmm. to my heritage. And you know, it's what I tell people is you don't have to be Celt to do this work. Right. The beauty of the culture and the traditions. And when you do it, you'll realize how much it answers your sacred feminine. Mm -hmm. So it's, I have 
felt so complete <laughs> since embracing this. And I have learned so much, uh, the beauty of the culture. And it, I, what is really exhilarating is how much so many others are now identifying with it, going way back into the Druids, you know, mm -hmm. way back to the Celt. And to be honest with you, we all probably have Celt in us because the Celts keep in the Middle East. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, so many of who we are has been influenced by the Celts as they moved across the continent and then settled in Ireland, which is a whole nother show in itself. But we all have, it was a lot of the Celts who set up our civilizations. Yeah. Well, it's funny because as you just said that, I'm going to go someplace I shouldn't, but I watch an Irish comedian and I don't even know his name. Don't ask me his name, but he's a hoot and he's full blooded <laughs> Irish. And he goes, you know what? So many of you say you got Irish blood. Like everybody, you talk to everybody, everybody comes back to Ireland, but I haven't figured this out because there's only 500,000 of us in Ireland. Which means we don't know how to pull out. <laughs> I started laughing. It's like we figured out how to populate and take over every place. <laughs> Irish. That's classic. I love it. I, I just, guys, that's my unfiltered part that just came up. Anyway, I laugh because it's true. It is so true. So many people have that bit of Irish, you know, mm -hmm. even myself, I have a bit of Irish, you know what I mean? But for me, it's Scotland. I mean, I'm going to Ireland. Don't get me wrong. I, I cannot wait. I can't wait to explore. I cannot wait to be there and be an ambassador myself. But when me and her do the tour over to, to Scotland, I'm like, oh, let's go. Let's go. You know what I mean? And let's bring whales. <laughs> I, I agree. I, I you know, I, I, I told the uh, owner of Secret Island Tours, May Heron, and I said, may I intend to make a trip? <laughs> because um, my sister said to me, she says, you know, why not do things in America? And I said, I have, but I'm being called back. And I need to make this trips. And I say trips. Trip. And um, I am also Scott Irish. I'm probably more Scott Irish out of everything. So I identify with the Scots. In fact, this year, everything I picked up is Scottish. And, um, but it also, I'm, I think I said I'm 90% Celt. So I'm the entire UK and Ireland. I love that. And then I have a little bit of uh, German, but that is also plays into my heritage. So it's been a fascinating year. And, um, but there is, um, like I said, it's so many of us follow other different modalities, you know, mm -hmm. maybe Buddhism, Hindu, uh, Hinduism, or we we love what we feel from the Eastern, yet we may not be that heritage, but we love and embrace it for its wisdom and its beauty. And, oh, my goodness. And that's what I have found with the Celts. I love that. I truly found myself, and I found my lineage that it goes further back than Ireland. So it's beautiful. I love that. I also like how you put Celtic and then you put shamanism with it. Mm -hmm. You know, and people don't realize people in America love to put shamanism with Native American. And it's not, it's actually Celtic. And people don't understand that. Well, shamanism is, is you know, basically any form, you know, the name itself came from Siberia. Mm -hmm. But what is not understood, there's, we have, if you look in all the continents and all the cultures, they all practice 
the same type of shamanism or earthwork or working in the other world, which is what shamanism is, is that we go into the other world and we become what's called spirit walkers. Okay. We know how to walk into the next world. And that's where we find the wisdom to bring it back. And that's one of the reasons that I love transmediumship. Because a lot of times that's what exactly what I'm doing. Right. I go into the other world and I'm bringing back whatever needs to come back. Um, but with the Celtic shamanism, so here's where so many women have identified over time was for the fact that that is where, um, you know, Wales, where that was considered witchcraft. Mm -hmm. So because of that and because of that stigma to it, it's not the widely accepted as we're doing with the other shamanistic practices such as Native American and Peruvian and so forth, because that is embraced. But this is associated with witchcraft. But until you go in and study it, and then you begin, and this is my quest, mm -hmm. is that I am going to bring this forward to show this is not what you've been programmed to think it is. It is a beautiful, beautiful way of honoring Mother Earth, but it also honors you. So we begin with ourselves first. And that's why I'm like, I found it. I found myself. I This is what my grannies wanted me to do. Oh, here they come. And um, I love how you said that. You, you're like, here they come. I love that. I love that. Yeah, right here is how I know when spirit's coming. Oh. Uh, I I feel like I'm a breakdown crying and I don't. And then I've got like bolts through me. And but this is what they said. It's time for us to realize that the beauty of who we are as women, as midwives, as healers, and what I call the oracle, the seers, that's who we are. Yeah, and that is all the feminine within us. And we're more. We are we are one men and women with Mother Earth, and this is what the Celtic shamanistic and we do a lot of the same things as you find in all the others. We do journeys. Yeah, we might have some different symbolism. Mm -hmm. Still learning Welsh, it's not going well, but <laughs> and I'm still. But it doesn't matter. I'm understanding. You just pick up the vibration. I but that. I have never found so much joy and authenticity, finding that in myself. And I have doing the Celtic um, wise woman work. I and here again, again, we honor the woman. We honor all phases of the woman through Celtic wise woman. We honor the maiden. We honor the mother. We honor, and I'm going to say the word, no one woman likes, but I have no problem saying it, crone. I'll take it. I've, I've, been, been, you know I've been working towards crone my whole life. I want to be that old <laughs> lady that knows everything. I cottage to do it. <laughs> That's the next professional photo going up is me in that cottage with those shawl around me. And it's like, yeah. here I am, a little white cottage in the woods and a little crone doing it. So no, I just want to be, I want, I've, I've had this dream of being crone while I'm still young enough to experience it. Yes. And, and to be honest with you, we're entering crone earlier than we used mm -hmm. to. Yeah. And crone means crown. Yeah. Girlfriend, where are crowns? Yeah. As one of the reasons I decided to let my hair go back to go to gray. Mm -hmm. yeah, it was red for years. Blonde red, you know, we went through phases. I went through red, I'm telling you. Uh, I was red for probably 10 years. 
and um, I had redheaded children, but I was I was blonde <laughs> and siblings too. But I have truly found that the, the following the path of the wise woman, which is what the Celts would call the medicine woman that we would call today in the community. When oh, you the wise woman, midwife, the midwives. When you trace back the history of the midwife and healing, the wise woman, then you realize the beauty of the crown. You're allowing another culture or another belief system to divine to define who you are. Yeah, we are as wise women and as crones, we have so much experience. Yeah. And this is a point in our life which you obviously just said you're identifying with is this is a time in life where it's my wisdom that I want to live. Yeah. Which is within, within me. Yeah. And that's incredible. That's incredible. Which is going to lead me to the name of your business and your cottage. Yes. I I was blessed uh, well, nine years ago, almost 10, going on 10 now, of moving to a place um, out in the country here in central Ohio. And guess what his name is? It's West Salem. So <laughs> believe me, amongst family and friends, that has been only you would find a place to go to at Salem in it. Right. And on this property, I live way out in the country here outside of Cleveland. And um, sitting on across from my house here, I have a little white cottage called the Healing Cottage. Mm -hmm. And it sits on a ravine in the woods. And so when you walk in, floor to ceiling windows, or as soon as you walk in, you're surrounded by nature. There is, there's always sunlight. My seances are held in sunlight and in the light. It's beautiful. And within this point is when, um, what we call the magic. And it was my clients who named it because I was working out of my home up in Cleveland. And when my clients came down here, the first thing they start saying is, what are you calling it? I go, I don't know, white cottage. <laughs> said, no, it's the healing cottage. And what's beautiful about it is over the years with all the circles I've had here, um, healing work that I've done, um, empowerment circles, I've done uh, intuition development circles, you name it. Um, they all come back and the first thing they say is, I'm home. And why? Because here they can be their true selves. Yeah. There's no judgment. If, if you like all this Celtic and I do, well, then you're going to love my place because it's everywhere. But see, they're comfortable because they're stepping back into what many of us are here to say about, you know, most of us were hanged or burned or tortured for being who we are in another lifetime. But now we're rising back up because why? Because it's the awakening, the rise of the feminine. And that is your Celtic culture. And I love that. And I, I wasn't meaning to like upset or disassociate anybody from the shamanism. It's just, it really came from the origins. I think it was the origins were there. Not that other people weren't practicing it on some level, but it was, it seemed to, it seemed to be more of a, um, I want to go back to Druidism, which is even further back. You know what I mean? It was, uh, yes. you know, this is going back some time that maybe the word was there. You know what I mean? The word was there. It was more of a formality. It was more of a ritual. Yeah. You know, not that other cultures weren't um, practicing on some some level, but it's just the word itself. You're, you're absolutely correct, and and that's you know, I, I I agree with you. It's and I don't think people associate it with 
shamanism. No. Because it's, it is. And um, that's a lot of where my studies come is from Celtic shamanism for the simple fact, again, it's, it's honoring Mother Earth. Yes. It's honoring that this we're a vital part and grounded mm-hmm. in the blessing of this earth. Right. The healing of this earth. But that we're also, we walk one with spirit. And that's why I love it so much. Yeah. Because when you, this is the Celtic practice that I have found. And the rituals are quite beautiful. And yes, I use a cauldron. And because the cauldron always represented the womb. Oh, okay. Yes. So the, the cauldron, what do we do in a cauldron? We cook, right? Right. And so what do we put? We put ingredients to create a flavor, to create something that is nourishing for us. Oh, wow. And so this is symbolic of the mother's womb. I love that. And a lot of the Celtic work has to do that I personally am doing and will be promoting more by spring is working with the womb. And within this womb, as we got put some incense in, I like to use roses and frankincense. But as this, this is called Caradwin's Cauldron. Caradwin is Welsh goddess of inspiration, but also was considered the original witch. Okay. So as we, but it's all symbolic. So as we have our cauldron, our womb, Mm -hmm. we add the ingredients to create so as that's gestating and we're doing it, what happens? Then a beautiful steam or smoke comes up, right? Right. And that's called the Awen. Or in Ireland, it's called the Imbas. And so what this, it comes up, we look at the smoke as coming up as the inspiration that was just created within the womb. Now we're giving birth to what was going on within the womb. And then we take a little broom and we can just, we spread the love and the creation around, or I will move the smoke around my clients. And that's how I clear myself too. And so when we know what we're working with, you take the scary out of it or the condemnation and judgment. And right. all of a sudden you feel at home. Why? Well, I can identify with a woman. Right. <laughs> you know? This is also feminine. And so there are there's so different ways of how, and if you take all that with an open mind and put it up against every other earth practice on earth, it's the same thing. Guess what? They all honor the great mother. They do, which is phenomenal, which is phenomenal. I love, I love that. I love hearing you talk about it. You, you put such beauty and understanding to something that um, I still believe a lot of people kind of look at and go, eh, are you sure? You know. But I'm they come out here to the cottage and they're having a blast. And they're having a blast. Transformed. To be honest mm-hmm. with you, yeah, they're, they're, to watch them walk in and truly be their authentic selves mm-hmm. and allow the magic to happen. And yes, it is magic. Yeah. Magic is just changing, transforming energy, Okay. And so to watch the energy and to see these women each time that they come is amazing. It is, and some of them keep it, but they still hide. They're still afraid. And that, that is my mission here on purpose. Yeah. is to be authentic no matter what we do and how we believe. And I respect what one believes because that gives them joy. Yeah. I, I ask the same thing. 
And I, I love it. I mean, I'll tell you what, as you're speaking, I'm like, I can't wait to come and just spend a weekend with you. Like, oh my God, let me come to Mary. <laughs> Even my daughters and my son's girlfriends and everything was going to your mom's house and we go to the cottage. And so we do cards, we do um, we do ceremony, we do readings, and it's in it's um it's it's very it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm very blessed. I'm very blessed, yes. Oh, so beautiful, so wonderful to hear. I mean, I love hearing about it in the stories and everything. I want to talk about this tran this channeler, channeler Mary I was interested in this and you blew me away because I believe it was you because, you know, if anybody doesn't realize me and Mary met back in, was it April or May actually officially met in person? May, And it was at a trans class. It was at a trans class and I was learning to do trans and you were already doing trans and you went, but I'm not, you were like, you struggle with the medium part, but you do trans. And I'm like, ah. Huh? Uh, you know, to me, it was just like, how do you let go to just like take it without, you know what I mean? To me, it was like, oh my gosh. I mean, that was, that was something I never, ever contemplated. And it's beautiful to me that you are able and you have always been able just to let go. You know, interesting enough, I never understood what was really trying to come up in me. Mm -hmm. And, and when I had a very wise woman who we share as a, master teacher, if I can say her name, Lisa Williams, uh, explained to me, I, first time I ever met her, and she knows this because I tell the story a million times, it's in all my homework for master teacher training, is that I met her at a large psychic expo. My sister was working her booth. My sister didn't know who she was. And, um, but anyway. Oh, yes, you're right. Yes. <laughs> You said that I'm like Victor. <laughs> and I, I'm at Victor shows every year, so this was extra exciting when uh, when uh, Lisa was there, and I just looked at her and I said, "I don't understand it." I said, "I can do mediumship, but I it's something's not right." And I said, "Sometimes I have to really struggle with it, the, the connecting part." And she said, "That's because you're not a medium; you're a channeler." I go, and what is that, please? <laughs> and she says, you vibrate higher. She says, the, can you vibe, you go right to here instead of like right to here. Not that this are hierarchy or anything. No, it's a vibration. Says, you go right to here. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I bless, I truly bless this Lisa every day for, because it changed my life. I said, that's what's happening? And she says, yeah. She says, there's nothing wrong with you. She says, you can do all of this, but what but where you start is here. And so since uh, training with her and working with her for what, four years now, yeah, she taught me how to come in through the, the, the higher vibration and then lead me down gently into the medium and psychic. Like I did this Saturday and I'm still amazed at first I started channeling to a client, but through that, the vibration and frequencies are now able to balance. And I was able to bring in her husband. Right. And I'll be honest with you, it is truly a beautiful experience when that happens. It's, I, I, I don't have words for it, but to feel that flow of love. And I 
believe from as a Chandler, um, a lot of who we work with is is the higher self, mm -hmm. the greatest source. You're bringing in that truest, purest love. And then it's so beautiful to see how it brings in a loved one. Yeah. And, and it changes the whole thing for me myself. Um, but my love, I finally was able to admit that my love is channeling. Mm -hmm. And I realized that I had been channeling longer than I realized, than I had known. And so when I went to trance, I had already had, um, I had already taken one class from Lisa, which showed mm -hmm. me how to do it. And then um, I took mediumship classes, which really, really helped. Right. I would tell anybody who wants to do channeling work, work on your mediumship, work on your psychic mediumship first, because that really helped me to develop more as a channeler. Mm -hmm. And um, that is something that I would tell anybody. Don't. Don't just jump into anything. I think there's always a process to learn. And I did. I learned an awful lot. And the beauty of it is now I can do all of it. I but love my that. It's channeling. But I'm open to who comes in. But and um, I channel a beautiful, I channel the great mother. And she brings in her sisterhood. So I never know who's going to come in. But I can always, sometimes it's her. But every day. We walk together as one. And sometimes, and you were my healer several weeks ago. Um, I needed someone to come talk to me, and she sent you yet. And I have to tell you, and I want all your listeners to you know, a great healing began that day that um, has truly, it brought up something that needed to come up, a story and that's one of the things people have to understand. You want to do this work, you got to do self-care. You got to do your own personal work. And sometimes triggers come up and you have to quit suppressing them. And you have to allow them come up. And on that trip, we did a journey. Lisa led us through a journey and uh, the story came up. And I'm letting it. And the beauty of being free from it got some work to go but I want to thank you for that because I truly felt the great mother put you next to me that day and um it's just been a blessing ever since so you know it that's the beauty of always being a in a community that supports each other like ours does yeah and truly believe that that I'm first I'm grateful and thankful I was able to be there for you and I will tell you what, that trip triggered a lot in me for so much, so much. And all I was in, do is in the back watching, you know what I mean? And yeah. oh my God, so much, wow. so much is just ugh, oozed from me. Yeah. It's been incredible. It's been yeah. incredible. The, just all the work they had to get done before the first of the year. All of this had to just ooze out before. I'm like, really? Three weeks, guys? That's all you're giving me is three weeks. Like, <laughs> You know, yeah, um, it's incredible. But <clears throat> before we talk about that, I really want to go back into what is what is who is what channel? What is being a channel? Well, my definition. <laughs> oh, so beautiful, but what? Mm, mm, yeah. 
meditation is just truly walking as one yeah. with my source, my spirit. You know, I may, my definition of spirit walker might be different from the official. Right. Um, but I truly walk with spirit every day. So that being said means when I call on spirit for anything, you know, I, there's a merging of our spirits together that I can feel the oneness here in my heart. And so the official is that we are allowing a higher power to blend into our energy. And we can do conscious channeling, which is like, I could be talking to you like this, mm-hmm. but as any of my friends and clients know, I get animated <laughs> and I may not know I'm in channel. You'll hear them say, here she goes. Here she goes. You're in channel, aren't you? Even my sister knows when I'm channeling her, when I'm texting, she says, all right, who are you talking to? <laughs> and uh, I know when she's channeling to me. And so, but it's, or we go into the deep trance. And I love the trance because it's a true um, sacred relationship. Right. I don't want to say part of me or just stepping into me and leaving. No, we have a sacred relationship. There's a sacred union that is always being nurtured. Mm-hmm. So they're more than my partner. They're me. They're me. This is an expression of me. I'm an expression of them here. But they come back and we reunite. And so that sacred relationship, that divine union, um, is what I call channeling. I love that. I, I I love it because I love the beauty of it. I just I love I just love I, I I don't even know how to express it because I think when you finally I get what you're saying yeah when you, when you finally just surrender and I hate that word I hate that word surrender it just means a job you know what I mean it's that let go allow it to be and just allow it to walk with you is amazing. Now, I am going to go one step further. Have you ever heard your guides outside your head, like in the next room over talking? Yes. Is that not creepy? Um. <laughs> I just, they've been doing it to me for like a year now. And I have to go, are you the bunnies? Are you the cat making noise? Nope, that's words. Nope, that's pretty clear there. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, well, it's funny. They, they a lot of times will announce themselves in different ways, different sounds. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes I, I've heard my name called from the other room or I hear a lot of nature and I know that's them. Right. But I was playing with my grandson the other day, my four-year-old grandson the other day at his home when I was sitting on the floor and next to us was a, a, a duck, but you have to turn the batteries on to to work. And as we're sitting there, we were playing, the duck kept going off. <laughs> and I went, looked at that and I said, I said, you know, do you want to turn your duck off? Nana, it's not on. It's just ducky. And I'm like, okay. And then every time I noticed I sat down to it, it would go, wah, wah, wah. so they like the, they like to have fun with me. And like I chuckle at that. But yeah, I've I have um um but I have to say probably the most that I recognize them is I'll hear sounds of nature, even with the house closed up. Um, I can hear a bird. I have a lot of fairy around here. Oh, I love that. So I, I really, um, I've done a lot of fairy work, but fairy work is not what you, it's not Tinkerbell. 
No, not at all, not even close. You wish it was, but it's not. <laughs> uh, it's 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 quite beautiful because they, they do they have souls. Mm-hmm. And uh, I even had I've had them appear to me, and they they've appeared to me as full fledged humans. Oh, wow. Just enough for me to know that they're the fairy. And um, I have some that work with me. They like to sit around my tarot table <laughs> when I'm doing my cards. In fact, I call them around. And there's a recently I attribute to them for fixing our well. We have well water out here. And suddenly the water went stopped. And um, I thought the pump was broke. And so I said, I called upon them. I said, I need some help, guys, because we just don't have the five figures needed to fix this right now. Right. And um, we went to bed with no water. I sent I sent it out there and I said, you know, whatever you guys can do to get this water going, even if it's temporary, so we can find out what's going on. Next morning we have water. <laughs> I love that. It's still I working. <laughs> I love that. And it's so funny because, you know, when I had Victor on, gosh, I think it's been like two years now. We talked about the fairies. We talked about the elemental calendar. We talked about the guardian I have in my backyard. Well, that came to visit, you know, and bow and arrow and all. You know, it was like, it was amazing. You know, and people don't understand that world does exist. It does exist. And it really came alive to me more in Ireland. Mm -hmm. And um, it was interesting. I got to know the Irish fairy, the she actually here not far from me we have a beautiful land that's no longer open to the public anymore but it literally had the earth chakras on it oh so a lot of us would drive out there to walk this earth and that's when i i met the she and they're they're a very lighter energy Uh, i want to say fragile in the way that they're very sensitive to the environment and so when i was ireland i literally was tapping into the different fairy work there or the elementals i i was sitting at a waterfall my sister even got a picture of me she didn't know at the time that i was talking to a water witch wow i heard the water witch talking to me on the way on the bus to the waterfall and i'm like huh who are you and kept showing herself and but it came it looked like a stick person then it's funny later on i was looking up water witches after the fact and saw that that's how often they were they were shown to be And it shows I was talking to the elements of the water, you know, the fairy, the spirit of the water. And so I found that as the more I traveled through Ireland, the more I was tapping into uh, the true essence of fairy, which, you know, a lot of them went underground. Mm -hmm. And they they went underground. And that's a whole different story in itself. But one came home with me for a while. And I really enjoyed her. And I think she came home to make sure I got home safe uh, to meet my crew here in the backyard <laughs> and around the cottage. And then she left. She was quite beautiful. But yeah, it's fairy work when you get into it is is quite different. Mm-hmm. But also um, really brings you close to Mother Earth. And um, this where I live, I'm truly blessed. We have so much elemental energy here that times when I go into the backyard a harmony rises and you can hear through tones and different what things or if I go down to the creek and I'll listen to the creek and you can hear the tones and the music coming so it's very strong around here it's quite gorgeous and then they people always in the cottage the, the fairies are always in the cottage so. oh, I love that I you know to me that is just huge 
to me that's just huge it's like ah you know what i mean that's that's myself you know because that goes back to my roots that goes back to where you know and and it's so strange because i'll i mean people go where where did this start with you um for myself and i always go back to a dream i had with my grandmother you know like that's where my mediumship started but honestly my beginning is with the fairies it's I, i mean I'm literally from, and I'm sure anybody that's, you know, I'm going to be 52 this week and I have no, no shame in that age. I don't think anybody should have a shame in their age, but it goes to tell you back in my childhood, it was no big deal for my mom or my dad to go, go outside and play. And it was go back in the woods. You know, I was probably five, six years old going playing in the woods by myself because it was safe. And there was this clearing, magical clearing. And that's where the fairies were. And I would go there and play with them. And they were just, that was my happy place. That was my place that was my introduction was really into this were the fairies and it's so strange because i can remember getting older and I, we moved away and then we came back and i was 13 14 years old and i tried to go to the same woods and find it and the whole whole area is gone and as as a person i'm going oh well you know it overgrew blah 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 years later my mother and i talked and it was so funny because we were both in therapy for a while. As you, you know, anybody that lived through the 80s knows you went to therapy. And they said, you know, as a, as a kid, where's your happy place? And I talked about this place when I was a kid that was my happy place. My mother announced to me, like 20, 30 years later, she had the same happy place. Really? Neither one of us could have found it once we got to that age of maybe not believing or not seeing or not whatever. And it's like, whoa. You know, I mean, so that place opens up when it's needed and the fairies are there, you know, and I truly believe now because I have a, I took Doreen Virtue's fairyologist class. I have no shame in that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> still have it on, I still have it on a clip somewhere. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, I have no, I have no fear that if I walk back in the woods, it would appear to me again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I do have a strong belief. I have a, I have a belief like I did as a child again. Yes, and that, that is that is so true. That's what happened. But now it's a relationship. Yes. Totally different than believing in the more, you know, what I have to tell people, no, we're not doing that type of fairy work. I have done, I've had groups out here, we did fairy work, and it was, again, amazing. And it's yeah. forming that relationship, again, Mother Nature. Yeah. We're working with spirits close to the ground, you know? Yeah. You really appreciate it more. Absolutely. That's why that's such a happy place for you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Are you kidding me? Like everybody goes, you know, and it's so funny because people will go, okay, so are you a water person? Are you a this person? You're that person. I'm like, well, I'm that person that literally I want to be in the woods, but I have to have my stream through it. And I have to, I have to have my small fire because I'm a cold person. <laughs> and I don't want my shoes on and I have to have my trees and literally I have to have it all. You know what I mean? Because I have to have my clearing because I have to feel the air. So really, I'm, you know, I, I swear I was a fairy in a past lifetime. I know I was because I have to have it all. I have to have it all. That's my happy place. It really is. I think the um, the more that we grace this earth mm-hmm. and the more that we allow the wise woman to become us mm-hmm. is we begin to realize that this is real in so many different ways that has never, we've never been allowed to really believe. And now we can step forward and say, you know, you know 
I can say Fiona's over here in the corner, which she is. <laughs> you know, that's my fairy. And, and there's Lolly over here. That's my fairy. And um, we have gnomes. We have everything out here. And everyone, we just all get along. And one tried to scare my dog the other way. And I said, oh, no, you're not going to scare my little dog. You're being naughty. Mm -hmm. And I called in my protectors. And they were already here. And they're like, you don't act that way here. Right. And we're all happy again. So, you know, it's, it's, um, and I'm like, you can stay, just don't be naughty. <laughs> and, exactly. We don't want you to go. We want you to stay. We realized, we realized this, this little gnome was new. And, um, you know, sometimes gnomes can be very naughty. And we said, nope, not tolerated here, but uh, look around here. We're all getting along great. And I have one in a tree right outside the cottage. It's interesting. I have a, it's, it's very cool. I have a, I have like a, a deck surrounds my cottage. Mm -hmm. And up through the deck is trees. And right outside the window, you can see a huge face of a gnome. So it's something where I always figure that gnome's taking care of me. Um, many other people have seen it too. And so the elementals, you know, we, we make great friends with. I have a lot of Native American energy here because mm -hmm. it is said that across the street from me is a Native American burial grounds. Oh, beautiful. I did have a medium find. It was interesting. There's a part of my land out here that I always knew there was something going on there. And right. I always felt strong Native American energy there. And he was out here actually divining water. We were in a new well. I had him out here as a diviner. And um, he's also an amazing psychic and medical intuitive. And he came over and he pointed down there. He says, you have a Native American buried here. And I go, okay, what's it look like? Described exactly who I had been seeing. And it's interesting, that ground is never solid, but I have roses growing beautiful there now. Wow. So he, I call him the chief, although he didn't, he, I think he was more medicine man, but he, I call on him a lot. He, he does a lot of protection and I think he does a lot of a, all right, you guys, come on. <laughs> And interesting enough, my neighbors saw it too over at her place. So it's magic out here. And but um, like I said, when I found the Celtic work, I found home. Well, home on earth. I get it. I, I completely understand it because when I mean, I always tell people and I am going to Ireland and I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Um, you're going to places I've been. You're just going to love it. Oh, I know I'm going to love it because my whole life I was like, I got to get to Ireland. I want to be in Ireland. Blah, 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 blah. I couldn't. And honestly, I've been to Ireland. I went there one night, got drunk and came home. <laughs> I'm one of the few that could say I went to Ireland, got drunk, was there from 3 p.m. until 7 a.m. and came home. <laughs> no hangover. Nice to meet that night. I had a bad one over there. <laughs> oh my God. I was right down from the Guinness plant. I was very fortunate. Oh, I mean, I was we were good. Life was amazing. But when I went to when I went over to um, Scotland, that's where my home was. It was like, oh my God, oh my God. And it's but for me to go back to Ireland and be able to spend time, I'm like, oh, because I know the cultures really they're different, but I also know they kind of they mesh. You know what I mean? I can't wait because it's like Ireland and Scotland and Wales and oh my. <laughs> I would recommend to you, um, I haven't completely finished it yet, but Freddie Silva, I don't know if you heard of him. No. 
Um, Freddie Silva is an amazing journalist who um, goes to all the different lands and finds out basically the secret and ancient wisdom within them. But he has a book called, um, I think it's Ancient Scotland. And he actually has trips there. He goes to all the real sacred sites. Mm -hmm. So that would help you too when going over to know where a lot of the sacred sites and um, he believes a lot in the um, extraterrestrial involvement in it. So he traces all that. And then, but this newest one is from Scotland and it's, it's amazing. So you're going to have to send me the name so I can find that. I'll do that later after we're finished. I'll send that to you. I love that. I love that. I love that. So where do you see this? Um, We've talked a lot about the past and kind of where you're at right now, but where do you see this going? Where do you you see this journey? Are you just living in the present or do you have ambitions or goals? You know what I mean? That awful word, ambitions and goals. (laughs) Actually, I, I'm in a gestation period right now. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> birth. Oh, t- no, Tom started a pregnancy. Or are you going for like triplets? <laughs> yeah, this is, um, and I have an amazing astrologer who I work with. She's one of my best friends, but probably one of the most gifted people I know in astrology. And um, she's been very helpful. Um, when was it maybe november october i started um master teacher certification with lisa williams and to be honest with you through the homework and the work that we've done i'm i'm awakening Mm -hmm. to the journey and in this great chapter that many may consider um you know earth years i'm 68 but the, the last big chapter so to say and through that and with my astrologer she said that this is my great chapter beginning. And I'm like, as what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, but life is a circle. And that's what the Celtic shamanistic work tells you, is that life is a circle. We begin and very often return back. And I began this work uh, as a healer, not as a medium, not as a channeler. I began it as a healer. And as I did, that is when everything else fell into place. I didn't know I was channeling the healing much later. And so with this work, I'm realizing this is where I've come back to. I've come back to be the healer. And I realized through my training with Lisa Williams, um, my own aha, these amazing women in my life who have guided me, that this time I've come back to be the healer again. And I needed to take some other pathways to gain the wisdom. Mm-hmm. I don't like to say learn. I'm remembering. Remembering. We're remembering who we are as women. We're remembering that core sacred feminine energy and we're allowing it now to rise. Yeah. You know, we don't rise to dominate. We rise to balance. And I realize now that this is what I'm being returned back to through trans, through trans healing. So what do I look in the future? I it is the um, returning back to being a healer through the trans mediumship. And I've learned a lot to now take it to an evolutionary level. As I said before, I'm an, I've, I've been in an evolution. We all are. I'm at the next stage of my evolution. And according to my astrologer, I've just, I just ended 30 years. Mm-hmm. 
And it's interesting, that would take me back to 38 when I began a whole new period of my life. And yeah. she says, that has ended, and now this is beginning. So now I've identified it as, as a trans uh, healer. I just want to say hallelujah to that. You don't even know. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel you. I, I get it when we finally, I just finished one of mine. I'm like, yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's over. You know Yes. And it's, it's, um, it's, it's very eye opening in many ways, but again, yeah. it's taken, sometimes we have to walk through fire to purify. Yeah. And those fires can be the challenges we face in life. And um, through that fire is where I'm, I'm literally seeing the light at the end of my birth canal. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. It's like in the womb. This is, I was in my second trimester right now. And I love it because it, I can feel the loving energy of the mother as I'm, as I'm rocking gently in the water of her womb yeah. as I'm growing. And I, you know, each part of me is regenerating, renewing itself. And so as I'm doing this, I also can see the light at the end. I have a glimpse of what it may be. Mm -hmm. I have a glimpse of what it will be. Right. I, I have to go through uh, another pathway for me to remember more, release some of the old beliefs that don't serve me, mm -hmm. conditioning, um, anything that we carry in this life. Right. But at this point in my life, I am ready to let that go. Right. Because it's all really about me. Mm -hmm. It's my own renewal. And Two years ago, I have another beautiful group called the Essenes oh, okay. who work with me, which ironically are very connected to the Celts, are connected to the Celts. I just was corrected. <laughs> and um, they, when they spoke to me, they, and they, they speak with one of my guides is an Essene. And just, this is all about remembering who you were. It's not bringing in all the hardships. You're bringing in all the wisdom now. At this age, this is the true wise woman we are becoming. Yeah. And that's what the Essene teachings were about. It was all about the self-transformation. We were told that was wrong. And if we were women, we were shamed. And we still carry that shame and guilt about just wanting to do self-care. Right. That's where the Essene teaching is right hand in hand with the Celtic sacred feminine teaching of the sacred feminine. We take care of the heart. We're feeling more. So as you and I both know, as, as, as healers and as psychic mediums, we know that we have to take care of ourselves and do a continuous self-healing and self-care in order to give that back to people. Yeah. And so the, the, the effect of the Essenes teaching of self-transformation, of working with the earth, of the power of the sacred feminine, but it's, it's a different power. It's a spiritual power. It's not dominating. Because a sacred feminine is a womb or a big hug. Oh, wow. So, yeah. you know, we walk the, the circles of initiation. Mm -hmm. We help people give birth to themselves. So we gather in a circle. That's why women gather in a circle. See how it's been condemned if we do? Yeah. We gather in a circle because it's a circle of life. We literally embrace the moment. So there's such a, 
beauty to this work. Mm -hmm. I just, um, uh, I have no words for it. I just never felt such love in that because it is the divine love. And it's, 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 it's a love of one. You learn how to bring together earth and sky. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. That is just, um, that's beautiful. That is beautiful, you know. And that's healing work. It is. Bring us back it. ourselves. I love it. I, I, it's beautiful. I mean, you're going to have to send me where I can go to learn about this, to learn about this group, because to me, it just, it resonates like, oh my gosh, you know, because I have been on such a, a regaining who I am journey for the last oh, couple of years, mm -hmm. trying to remember bringing that back in. And I, I can honestly stay today with just all the journeys I've done. I can finally go, yeah, I know who I, I was. You know, I, and I believe it now I believe it, you know, so, and it's, and it's bringing it into today, which is just amazing. You know, it's the next, just the next step. It's the next step. You're, you're bringing it into your I am. Yeah. 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 I, I call it in my green phase of life. I'm going into my maturity. <laughs> you know I mean? It's the matriarch, but I decided to say, no, I'm gonna call him. I'm the crow. You know, it, well, that's <laughs> what it is. going into a oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. All those things, you know, is um, I kind of I look at it this way. You know, when we look at our children, we're like, God, won't you ever? Won't you ever understand? Won't you ever? You know, and and at my age, I find but oh. God, I'm oh, I'm I'm getting it. Oh wow, soft light bulb, soft light bulb, you know. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. Yeah, it's it's um, I love this time in my life. Yeah, I don't I don't fear um the aging process because I don't buy into what I'm told it is. No. And what I buy. I never believed your age, just so you know. I matter of fact, you missed it, but I had to look like what the hell. Are you? <laughs> I am. I own it, and but I only, I own the wisdom of it. I don't own the number of it, mm -hmm. and it's something that even to bring into my own health and well-being yeah. is that I'm I'm here as long as I need to be here. You know, I, I had a little sister that died at three weeks, but she her life made an impact on all of ours. Right. So it doesn't matter how long you're here it's what was the impact that i have was i heard you know did it did what i did what i do in my life make a difference and you don't have to be famous it's your everyday life that you make an impact on people yeah so don't go looking for the big glory the glory is every single day you breathe and the healer that you are is the smile you give to someone who needed it out in this grocery store that isn't that incredible? So you realize life is a miracle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, I just always, I always trust everything's going to be there when I need it. Yes. I, I've, I've adopted and it works so beautifully. And I stick with it. No matter what the situation, all is well and everything will go fine for me. In any that. challenge, I say that and I, I breathe it in. And yes, it's learned. You you have to, it's something you learn through life. We panic in situations. I still do. 
but um, it's it, all of a sudden you sit back and you know, you know what? Everything always works out for me. Might not be what I'm looking at what's working out, but mm-hmm. when I recognize the divinity behind that timing or how it came to me, it was much wiser and better than what I had asked for. Love that. I love that. You know what? Because it's always that. It's always that. You know, always. always. Every time I think I've got it, it's a little bit wiser than what I thought it was. That's it. I, you know, and, and I, I was, I think it was interesting. You were saying that 52, I'm noticing a lot of women are starting to, if you want to go by numbers, you know, they will say the forties or thirties is the year of the mother, mm-hmm. but I'm starting to notice that women are entering their wise women much earlier because yeah. it's that search for authenticity. Mm-hmm. And for many, now my family, my kids are having their, my grandbabies in their forties, but I still, but they, they're carrying a wise woman energy yeah. with these babies. And I noticing women in their fifties are asking questions that weren't being asked until later. And so I find that so exciting and beautiful. We're literally stepping into our wisdom mm-hmm. when we're still in the nurture caregiving of the mother. Yeah. But we're bringing that wisdom in so that we can be the great mother. We are the great yeah. And here we go. Let's form that hug and that womb for this to happen. Yeah. I love that. I love that, Mary Jane. I can talk to you all day long. Oh, I love don't you. Even know. You're only like, I don't know, six hours away, seven. <laughs> I'm driving to Lilydale in a few days. Why not? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. This you know. one, yeah. Yeah, oh, one of my favorites. So I put, I've had your, your website up on the screen for everybody that can view it for quite a while now. Thank you so much. For everybody that's listening, how do they find you? Uh, they can find me at maryjanebrigger.com and they can find me on Facebook at Mary Jane. And they are also invited to um, join my Celtic Wise Woman page on Facebook. It does require an invitation, but all you have to do is either join me at Facebook or go to Celtic Wise Woman's Spirituality and ask for an invitation. We'll bring you into the group. And this is where we talk more about this, about empowering our feminine self. Again, we have men on this group, so everyone's awakening to their femininity. I love it. And um, as we are getting, I'm preparing to bring more information in. As I'm going through my transformation, I always share it. Right. I need to get this one. <laughs> I want my info. I gotta go find this info. <laughs> so they're welcome to join me at Mary Jane Brigger. As soon as you join me on Mary Jane Brigger on my personal page, I send you an invitation, or you can go directly to Celtic Wise One Spirituality. Um, I've been delayed with my YouTube channel by uh, I have to have some unexpected surgery coming up, so. Once that's over, then I will be bringing these teachings onto um, YouTube so that I can do more video. I love it. Hey, guess what? I'm part of the group. Yes. Yes, I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> I had to make sure. I was like, I had to make sure. <laughs> yeah, well, when I call part of the sisterhood, now I say part of the sisterhood and the family, the brotherhood too. So, okay. It says, check, comment. I have questions. Okay. I was going to, Deb, I know you would ask, can you please share the information? I was going to say for everybody that wanted to know more about um, some of the things that Mary Jane talked about, 
she's you know kind of said come to the group um because she she will i'm sure she's like just giving the information all there you know on so many different levels which i think is amazing i think it's amazing so um and i and i have i actually i googled for a second the teachings of, of essence is it the essence a scene and it looks like if i've got this correctly it's going back to biblical times it actually goes back to sumeria it actually goes oh. further back to actually the beginning of time and they hold the deep mysteries so it's a fascinating um a lot of people some may un understand the essenes as in the traditional form you'll see them as a the part of the teachings of yeshua mm -hmm. And they were part of a, Jew, a, a Jewish sect, what they were, but people don't, that's not explained who they really were. They really were the keepers of the mystery. And the scrolls that were found at Qumran, if I say that correctly, that were found, the um, Dead Sea Scrolls, mm -hmm. those are the teachings of the Essenes. And so that has brought to light a lot of this. And there are, um, amazing teachers and amazing books out there but one of the scenes is is my my master guide anna and so she's behind all this but anna is also representative of the great mother so i love that i love that and you know what i i cannot wait to learn more about that and just all of it you know what i mean i will i am like you just hit it hit a trigger and i love it because deb and I, you know, I talked about this a little bit early and I talked about it since you've been on. Deb is a friend of mine. She's also my hypnotherapist and she's a friend and it's awesome. And she said, yeah, this is something I talked to you about. And my brain is going, when, when? I clearly wasn't ready to embrace it. I wasn't ready to take that part in yet. And now I'm going, oh my God, you know, so it's, we always get it. I'll tell you something very cool. I love hearing this because I'm now recognizing my Essene sisters and brothers were finding each other. And it's not everybody. You know, it's part, you know, I consider everybody who comes with here to the cottage or work with me as the soul family. But the Essenes were gathering together again, and I always recognize an Essene. So there's, a, there's, we're forming our own little community in itself. So I'll send you, I'll send you what uh, connected me. Took Please me back do. to my scenes. I'll send that to you after we're done here. Please do. I, I look forward to that. Well, Mary, I have kept you over time because, like oh, I said, I, <laughs> I mean, so many people are like, give me more. And I love this. Um, okay, Cassie, I didn't see where mom's questions were, darling. I'm looking. I don't I don't see them. I apologize. I'm looking up, I'm looking up. I want to, wherever this question might be, I want to ask you really quick. Oh, I don't want to relive the past. Why is it important? Okay, Dorothy Jones, I don't want to live, relive the past. Why is it important to it? And are your spirit guides always ancestors and family? Before you leave, I wanted to ask some of that. Okay. I missed that. Can you repeat that? I don't, let me put it up on the screen. I don't want to relive my past. Why is it important to, and are you a spiritual guides, always ancestors or family? Um, to answer your first question, a question, Dorothy, is um, I don't want to relive the past either. But what I want from the past and what I welcome from the past, I want the wisdom. So I ask to remember 
the wisdom of those times. I don't need to relive the past. And so if I re in shamanism, if we release the past, we ask to keep the wisdom that we gained from it. And are my spiritual guides always ancestors and families? Uh, I'm going to say a soul family because the collective that works with me, the sisterhood, I recognize all of them. So I believe that the combination of ancestors and family, but I also believe there are guides that come to help us in important times of our lives. My master guide is, um, she comes from these scenes. But if I trace my lineage back spiritually, I'm connected to that. So no, I don't think it necessarily always has to be ancestors or family, but I believe there's a connection that brings them to us. And I hope that answers your question, Dorothy. Thank you for answering that. I didn't realize I missed one up in there, so I apologize, guys. Um, I hope that's all that I missed. I went through and I'm like, I don't see any more. So Mary Jane, thank you so much. Thank you so much. You have blessed us. You've blessed me. Oh, thank you. You Thank you so much. Yes, everybody. It's MaryJaneBrigger.com. Um, go find her. Go look her up. Oh my gosh. Just so much. She's got so much to give, guys. Thank you so much for coming on. Everybody else, I'll be back in a few minutes with your weekly reading. This is Jan here at WLTKDB.com. Welcome back. This is Jet here on School Through or School Through Spirit with WLTKDB.com. With me today, I've had the beautiful Miss Mary Jane Bricker. She is a Celtic wise woman. Um, you can find her at our Mary Jane MaryJaneBrigger.com. You, you can find her there on her website. You can go to Facebook and find Mary Jane Bricker. Um, Mary Jane Bricker, Celtic wise woman spirituality. Just oh my God, so many places. Yes, yeah, she has the Healing Cottage in Ohio just this woman touches my soul in so many places and i will tell you what i have been so blessed uh, to hold and hug so many incredible women and people in my life and this is one of them that just touches my soul so i'm so happy that you all showed up to share her with me um and to be part of this journey so amazing um so i want to do your uh, weekly card reading. Remember, guys, I went. Word, I got property. LOL. Word, I got property. I don't know what you mean by that, Courtney. LOL. I'm sorry. Um, 
we're using the moonology guys i got these last week give it to me today <laughs> good bad i mean you got it julie um i bought this remember guys i went and i went to amazon because i couldn't wait for the store to get it so this is a brand new deck i just got it. i've only pulled a couple of cards um so we are doing this as a general remember guys this is like five cards stud everybody pick your numbers one two three four five you can pick one of them two of them all of them whatever you want you can put them all together for a reading for yourself um and then we'll use we'll use let's use oh i feel like the sacred the sacred force oracle deck which niece lynn is a card to kind of bring it all together so let's do this hello danny hello i seen you up in comments earlier okay all these numbers coming through i love this i love this i love this guys pick your numbers and we'll do this as always for myself i take all of them as a as a full reading for me so but let's for anybody that pick number one expect powerful change powerful change oh i god these cards so simplistic but i look at them i'm like oh i love these um expect powerful change if you pick num card number one and this just real feels as if it is like a hot like there's been blockages there's been oh stuck in your own head stuck in your own being not being able to move all that type of things and i feel like there's a breakthrough coming through this major breakthrough that just pushes you through and and i'm going to tell you what it's doing it's taking like you know see this blockage of the sun it's just taking it from here to here you know what i mean so it feels like that blockage is still there but it's a whole new one so you're breaking through this one you got this whole feeling part this whole place to explore in between the two before you start to feel stuck again yeah guys it's like we always start to feel stuck again but i do feel like you have some powerful changes coming on but i do feel like they're up here i feel like they're up here i think for some of you it will be the tangible but for a lot of them i think it's going to be aha moments in your mind card number two balance spirituality and practicality Ooh, isn't that a hard one Ugh, is that to me Mm -mm. yeah this is really because so many of us we either want to be you know what we want to have two feet in the real world or we want two feet in the spiritual world and really you have to learn to have one on each side and you're kind of like you're sitting on the fence you know what i mean you're sit you really are sitting on the fence and this fence is a good fence to be in because you really you're not teetering you got it's almost kind of like being on a motorcycle so both feet are firmly on the on the ground but the motorcycles in the middle left is spirituality right is maybe you know reality or vice versa but really you have to learn to be in both areas okay and when you start to believe you know realize that you're in both both areas here um and you're able to walk with that if life becomes very balanced you start to hear your guides you start to get that information in, and you realize that stuff is there to help you in the real world which is awesome Card number three, don't let your past hold you back. Ooh, hoot. I love this. I love this. Don't let your hat past hold you back. And I like this because I do believe Mary Jane really kind of hit on that because we don't go to the past to relive it. We do go for the knowledge of it. When we're trying to, when we're trying to literally look in that past and kind of stay in the past and hold on to that past or relive that past, you're really kind of stuck in the past. So really what you're doing is you're going back there going, having aha moments for the realization and the learning aspect and taking that knowledge and that wisdom and going forward with it. Because again, you're going to have new experiences, but you know what? You need the past to understand what the prop right now is and what the future is. So don't stay back there, guys. Just gain the wisdom and rock that forward, okay? Card number 
four. Card number four. Danny, you pick number four. Oh, oh, believe in the impossible. I love this card. And I think it's probably perfect too for you, Danny. Believe in the impossible. This is really giving up the unlimited beliefs, giving up all limited beliefs. And I do believe if you pick this card, not only are you know what this is something you need to do, but I also feel like this is what you're in the process of doing. Okay, like this is happening right now. Like you're starting to shred all of the old beliefs, all of the old ways of looking at things. Okay, all those things that were pre designed, preset in you, whether it's parents or society or partners or whatever it is, and you're going, Why not? What else is possible? What else can there be? And realizing that fairies and unicorns and everything really do exist, you just have to open up your eyes to know and see that they're there, okay? So you just need to feel the unicorn breath on the back of your neck to know that they're there. And if you don't get it, get the horn and the tush and figure out that they're going to get your attention anyway. So believing in the possible is a huge. It's huge. And for us to be able to push further, no matter what it is, this is a this is the card for you. Not card five. Emotions are running high, okay? Emotions are running high. And for card number five, this is a lot on a lot of different levels, okay? Because of this, I do believe with the emotions, I'm, I'm just getting this overwhelming feeling. So these is good and bad and negative and heavy and high and low and all of it coming together. And this might be a week for you of going, <gasps> hold my breath and just kind of breathe through all the emotions that are happening. Okay. Because when those emotions are coming high, guess what? You are releasing, you are allowing yourself to feel, you're allowing everything to happen. And it's just a beautiful place to be in. Okay. When you find yourself just kind of moving like in a mundane type of life, you know what? You're kind of being a mundane. You might be stuck. You might be kind of like, eh, okay, don't want to go forward, don't know, just want to be safe right now. But when you start to let the emotions start to go a little bit, and I'm not like, let it go and be that postal type person, but really just allowing yourself to feel, allowing yourself to feel, allowing yourself to express, allowing yourself to learn from them, and then release them. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm hearing tears are good, guys. Tears are really good. So card number one, powerful, expect that powerful change. Card number two, balancing that spirituality with the practicality or the spirituality with the real life. Card number three was don't let your past hold your back. You want to remember it. You want to, you want the knowledge of it, but you want the actions and everything else to kind of stay back there. Believe in the impossible was card number four, because trust me, guys, that world does exist. All worlds exist. And card number five was emotions are running high, which is awesome. It is going to be a roller coaster. Whoever put that in is, it's going to be a roller coaster. But once you get through to the end of it, you're going to go, oh my God, I'm finally done. But oh, wasn't that amazing? And that's really what it's going to be. Wow, wasn't that amazing? Okay. So again, we're using the Sacred Forest Oracle deck. I'm really starting to like this card deck. You know, and it's one I kind of shied away from before, and I don't know why. Um, and some cards I still shy away, but you know what? They feel good in my hand. They feel so good. And I love this sound they make it all of it. Okay. So, um, okay. I just heard bring these two decks with me when I go to, go to Lilydale this weekend. Hi. Oh, 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 this card is awesome. The card to bring it all together. That extra card, that clarification card is the forest temple enlightened meant holy crap guys 
cards don't lie. They don't lie. It's alignment. It's bringing this all together. It's it's really that this is a week, guys. No matter where you're at, there's going to be a whole lot of enlightenment, enlightenment for you. This is what it's bringing to you, that self-realization, that ownership, that realization, that holy crap, this is what it is. And for myself, remember when I take all of these cards together, I'm going to Lilydale this weekend. I'm taking my granddaughter with me to go talk in church. And my favorite place to be, my favorite place in all of Lilydale is the Forest Temple. I love the Forest Temple, and then I love the forest behind it. To me, and the forest behind it is the fairy, the fairy garden. So I'm, I'm going to where one of my happy places is and to share that with my granddaughter and then into the fairy, you know, into the fairy trails and just, just to enjoy, just to enjoy. So guys, I hope this all made sense to you. I hope we kind of hit home for all of you. I hope this kind of gave you something that you're working on this week. Because trust me, I love this. I love this. I need to put these over here. And how do you guys like the new Munaliji cards? I love these cards. Um, Yasemin Boland wrote, made the deck, and I, I truly, I love this deck. I, I am just, I've turned to fallen in love with this deck. You don't even know. So I got a few moments here. I want to talk about all the shows. I got new shows, guys. I got new shows. Um, I'm going to bring this screen back over so I can read what's in front of me and not what's over here because you know everybody likes the side view but it is what it is so let's talk about oh my god this now it's we're into our second page guys oh my gosh so monday mornings we start with myself school through spirit here with diet at 9 a.m Tuesday, or right after me is monday morning monsters with barnaby jones he's from noon until one beyond the grave is with ashley moreno and ben i don't know who ben's last name at 7 p.m tonight guys be the Change with Christina Bloom is at 8 p.m. The Paranormal Room with Christina Bloom and Logan Jacobson is at 9 p.m. Guys, oh my God, let's go on to Tuesdays. Tuesdays is starting to get fuller too. I love this. We start tomorrow morning with Exploring the Paranormal with Heather Lee at 9 a.m. Slipstream Shaman with Todd Wilcox starts at noon. Ane, Ane Shin with, with us. Ane with Ane Shin is at 5 p.m. She's doing readings, guys, at 5 p.m. Right after her, you have myself unfiltered with Diet and Mike. And that's Mike Hatchard at 6 p.m. tomorrow night. We do readings with a follow-up. I do the readings. Mike does the um, coaching, the life coaching along with the readings. So we just give you a little bit more umph. Moment to Moment with Linda Hope is at 7 p.m. Spirits are talking with Lisa Silverman. Starts in February, and she'll be on at 9 p.m. And Pete Orbea with Pete, is Paranormal Pete at 10 p.m. Now, Wednesdays, we have Self-Care Show with Deidre Sanford at 10 a.m. Um, the Psychic Hour with Kelly Brickle is at 3. And Seeing Beyond with Kelly Eckhart and Cheryl Murphy's at 6 p.m. The Missy Hart Nicole Ford Show is on break until further notice. We'll bring them back eventually, though. Don't worry. Chat with Charlie starts our Thursday with Stephanie Lynn at 9 a.m. Tyson's Gift podcast with Brandon Wainwright's at 6. Realm of Darkness with Rennie Rodriguez and Ashley Marino's at 7 p.m. Um, Nicole Ford is currently on break. She's got the Afterlife Chronicle show, but trust me, she'll be back. Hopefully, promise me. We're praying. And Voice of Oneness with Amora. Um, Bonnet is at 10 p.m. Now this Friday, oh my God, this Friday, Soul and Synergy Radio with Danny 
Loose Moore and Terry Flick starts at 10 a.m. That is my birthday and that is my present to me because I've been begging them for two years to get their show. So I'm so happy about that. 3 p.m. is a Psychic Hour reading show, and that is with Kelly Brickle. She is our number lady, and guys, you don't want to miss her because she's fabulous. Twilight Tonight with Dee Dee Moonflyer is at 6 p.m. on Friday evenings, followed up with a new bridge radio show with Kevin Mackey at 7. 8 p.m. is Twisted Essential with Caden and Elisa Mask and our very own Todd Bates and Nicole Ford or Nicole Strickland, not Nicole Ford. Nicole Strickland is at 10 p.m. with Haunted Voices Radio. Oh, I got it all. I think I got it all, guys. We have an incredible lineup, incredible shows, incredible everything. Oh, my God, guys, we have come so far. And just so you know, not only is this Friday my birthday, but it's also the three-year anniversary birthday of our show. We've been, our station, we've been going on for three years now. Three years, guys, WLTK. Um, went on the line on on the air. You know what? See, my my birthday's a special day, guys. My birthday's a special day. Oh, thank you. Um, so you know what? Join us. We just are having such a fabulous time, fabulous, fabulous adventures. And everybody, thank you for showing up always. Now, I'm gonna tell you what, guys. I won't be here next week. I'm gonna miss you guys. I'm gonna miss you so much. But. I am going to Lilydale, New York this weekend. I'm leaving on my birthday with my granddaughter in tow. We are going to get in and road trip it over to Lilydale to where I can speak in my in church, in my church, um, in Lilydale on Sunday, which I'm so honored to be able to ask, be asked and come and be able to do that. But with doing that, I can't do my show. You know what I mean? It was going to be me and my granddaughter. As much as you guys love to see her, that's two hours for her. And I didn't want to do that. So I invited Mr. Mike Hatcher to come on and run my show for me. And he is. And he's doing it as a two-part. You're not going to probably get your reading, guys. I apologize for that. But he's got two different beautiful souls coming on that he is going to be interviewing through the two hours. It's going to be a great time. I will be returning the Monday after. And guess who I'm bringing with me? If I, I need drum rolls, I need drum rolls and cymbals and all of it. Do y'all know who Brian Cano is? Do y'all know who Brian is? If you don't, you need to Google this guy, dude, because this guy is freaking rock star amazing. Trust me, he got his start a long time ago within TV and then went paranormal and blew up from there. So, um, trust me, he, <laughs> thank you, Cassie. <laughs> thank you. I love it. Um, you're not going to want to miss Mike's show or the show at the week after that with me and Brian Cano. Um, it's going to be so rock star amazing. Love it, love it, love it. And for everybody that's going to see me there tomorrow night, I'll see you tomorrow night. If not, I'll see you in a couple of weeks. This is Jet Renee here with School Through Spirit on WLTKDB.com. See you soon, guys. The truth is here and now on WLTKDB Talk Radio at WLTKDB.com.